You're listening to Steve Allen on the Think About It podcast. Hi, Steve here. Well, the criminal globalist cabal have their administration installed again so they can pick up where they left off in 2016. Only now, the COVID PSYOP moves along with Biden, proclaiming a 100-day mask mandate on all federal property. Because remember, if it's not the people's property anymore, it belongs to them, the elites and the globalists. Now that the show is over, the Biden administration is moving ahead with its 10-day sprint of executive orders, kicking off with measures requiring masks and quarantines for travelers and plans to utilize the Defense Production Act to eliminate any further supply shortages in critical vaccine materials. Now you'll see the dystopic martial law control implemented. The push is on. Because of this growth in polarization in the United States and domestic violence and white supremacist groups. White supremacist groups. So I know looking forward that the members of the, the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas, Mm -hmm. where they germinate in different parts of the country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. And unfortunately, I think there has been this momentum that has been generated as a result of, unfortunately, the demagogic rhetoric of people that just departed government, but also those who continue in the halls of Congress. And so I really do uh, think that the law enforcement, homeland security, intelligence, and even the defense officials are doing everything possible to root out what seems to be a very, very serious and insidious threat to our democracy and our republic. Former CIA director John Brennan and uh, former Obama aide Ben Rhodes both appearing on cable TV within like two or three hours of each other, basically calling for the intelligence community to hunt down and to look at, you know, so-called domestic terror groups in what could lead to, I think, a terrible backlash. Yes, there's a security issue. How do you identify armed militias who are intent on doing harm? But there's a broader societal issue that it's going to take many years to detox the disinformation, the lies, the hate that has been spread. A whole segment of the American population has been radicalized by what has happened over the last four years and by the fact that Donald Trump is no longer there. They can no longer see Donald Trump kind of representing their grievances in the highest office. And so those grievances are going to go back underground. Uh, And I think there's a lot of work to be done uh, to, to deal with the broader societal issues that go beyond what even national security, homeland security professionals could do. This is completely insane, Crystal, and really troubling. John Brennan saying that they're already doing it, number one, but two, look at the rhetoric they're talking about. They are using insurgency rhetoric and comparing it to like Iraq. Now, first of all, we didn't really learn how to deal with insurgencies in Iraq, did we? You can ask the people of Syria and Afghanistan about that. But beyond, this is insane. They're talking about using the entire national security apparatus of the United States in order to target American citizens. And there's not one iota of elite pushback that I can detect in any of this. I cannot emphasize how dangerous it, it all is. I completely agree. And this is something we've been warning about now for a long time. Democrats and so much of mainstream media has uncritically embraced 
these security state ghouls as if they're resistance heroes creates in and of itself a very dangerous situation because they've established Brennan as this like voice of credibility mm -hmm. and this honest, trusted broker, this courageous, patriotic man. So when he speaks, the audience has really been trained to listen to him and really take in and trust what he is ultimately bringing you. He's saying we need to treat Americans the way that we treated ISIS. They have more than the laws that they need. We already have gone too far in this direction. But yet people like this, the moment they see an opportunity, are always going to grab more power for their buddies and also more contracts for the military industrial complex of which many of them, from which many of them, Profit. The eugenic dystopia of their depopulation plan is now barreling ahead and several elderly are dying after they get the vaccine. I'm a doctor for the NHS. I've been working with the NHS since 2018 and I'm here today because I think it's very important we bring the truth out. There have been a lot of errors during the pandemic and it's cost human lives. I am not allowed to speak to anybody in the media. And that made me very upset. Workers at several different companies are being offered money if they'll be vaccinated against COVID-19, even with reluctance from some to get one of the vaccines. If this was a real pandemic, like the Spanish flu of 1918, you'd know it. That was a deadly influenza pandemic, the first of the two pandemics involving H1N1 influenza virus. It infected 500 million people around the world and resulted in the deaths of 50 to 100 million making it one of the deadliest natural disasters in human history. If this COVID-19 was like a real pandemic, you'd see thousands of people dying all around you. If it was real, people would not need to be incentivized to take a vaccine to save their lives. Many people are already in so much fear. They'll do almost anything to feel safe again and get back to normalcy. If it was a real pandemic, you wouldn't need a test given to healthy people to see if they might have this deadly virus. A test that was said to not be effective or accurate by the very inventor who created the test. Corporate America is in full cooperation and compliance while they force small businesses into closing and bankruptcy. Dollar General is giving hourly workers who get a COVID-19 vaccine the equivalent of four hours of pay. The company said it's one way to remove barriers to getting vaccinated. Salaried workers are receiving additional store labor hours. Instacart, the grocery delivery platform, is giving their workers a $25 payment if they get a vaccine. Our goal with the introduction of our new vaccine support stipend is to ensure that when the time comes, Instacart shoppers don't have to choose between earning income as an essential service provider or getting vaccinated unquote. Trader Joe's will pay employees for two hours of work for each dose of a vaccine they get. The only two authorized COVID-19 vaccines require two doses spaced apart by several weeks. The company is also promising to shift schedules so workers can get vaccinated. These corporations aren't doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. No, they know being in compliance will keep the government off their back. It hasn't been mandated yet. Dollar General said, we understand the decision to receive the COVID-19 vaccination is a personal choice. And although we are encouraging employees to take it, we're not requiring them to do so. Hospitals and others are pushing employees to get a shot. 
even with widespread skepticism of the vaccines and because of how fast they were developed, Gracedale, a nursing home in Northampton County, Pennsylvania, were told last month they'd get $750 if they had both doses. Polls show a significant portion of Americans won't get a COVID-19 vaccine or are leaning against getting one. The vaccines received the fastest authorizations in history. Most vaccines take 10 years or more to develop. This vaccine, months. They've created a DNA-changing monster to inject into your body and kill you. Dr. Nancy Mezzanier of the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention told reporters earlier this month, the data shows the vaccines are safe and effective despite a higher rate of adverse reactions in those injected when compared to flu vaccines. This is a complete lie. Los Angeles Fire Chief Ralph Terrazas was more creative. He said, Firefighters who get vaccinated would be entered into a raffle that includes prizes like Airbnb gift cards, canary cameras, and event and fixed gear bicycles. Wow, in Texas, workers at the Houston Medical Methodist Hospital will receive $500 if they get vaccinated. Mark Boom, the CEO of the hospital system said, eligibility criteria will include getting a COVID-19 vaccination and fulfilling our obligation as healthcare workers to lead the community. The World Economic Forum, along with the United Nations, along with the International Monetary Fund, and along with any number of prominent globalist organizations and powerful individuals, including Prince Charles, together have jointly promised that the 2021 World Economic Forum will be used to introduce via a vast network of connected big tech corporations, online activist movements, and compliant local and national governments, something they call the Great Reset. It is a global commitment they have made to use the panic and fear generated by the coronavirus as a means to reshape all our economies and laws and move to a new form of capitalism that focuses on net zero emissions. And this is real evil we're facing. And so folks need to understand that it's coming in to shut everything down. There's a global revolution against the new world order. Globalism is a consortium of corporations that do not want free market. They want fascist monopoly to carry out eugenics. Now the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. But you don't have a choice. People act like you have a choice. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. But you don't have a choice. People act like you have a choice. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. Australia's vaccine regulator says it's investigating reports of deaths among elderly patients in Norway who had received the Pfizer jab. I call them globalists because they call themselves globalists starting in the 70s of Bigdon Brzezinski. Globalists believes in global government, not international man and libertarianism and you can travel and live wherever you want and there's standardized systems. I'm all for that as long as it's free market and as long as people agree to it and it's not authoritarian. But the Great Reset and saying you're not essential and shutting down small businesses and coming with forced inoculations and all of this is authoritarian globalism.
technocracy in their own words. One of the features of this fourth industrial revolution is that it doesn't change what we are doing, but it changes us. This is criminal what's happening. And this is all the Great Reset. This is all the UN world government takeover. This is 21st century war. And these are the guys that say we can't have national borders and that we got to take migrants, quote, into our homes. Outnumbered and facing thousands of people determined to enter Guatemala. It doesn't take long for these Hondurans to push through the lines of soldiers at Guatemala's eastern Amor border and press on. Their aim? To reach the United States. Many were held up after not presenting IDs or asked for proof of a negative coronavirus test before entering. But many ignored the formal crossing, instead illegally breaching the border nearby. We've all got to have COVID passports to travel even inside the country and not even start your car. That's where all this is going. It's all being announced. It's insane. Wow. We have Jack Dorsey caught secretly by Project Veritas communicating with, he believed, the top executives at Twitter. We, you know, we, we are focused on one account right now, but this is going to be much bigger than just one account. And it's going to go on for much longer than just this day, this week, the next few weeks. It's going to go on beyond the inauguration, beyond the inauguration. We have to expect that. We have to be ready for that. So the focus is certainly on this account and uh, how it ties to real-world violence. But also, we need to think much longer term around how these dynamics play out over time. Um, I don't believe this is going away anytime soon. We've got the Mexican president coming out and saying he's going to lead a global movement, Trump should have done this, to stop big tech from abusing the people and censoring everyone, and that this is a criminal combine that is one of the greatest dangers the world's ever seen. That's what Ted Cruz says, too. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you'd like to, go down to the description box below and click on the link so I can lead you in a simple prayer. If you'd like to know the Jesus that I know, think about it.